Hello, this is Anna Poirier from Yoga Body Nutrition, and I am here today with Louise, who I'm going to be supporting and gaining some deeper insights, awarenesses, and tangible tools around her life path, and we will be using her astrological birth chart. So thank you for being here, Louise. Welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't mind, since it's our first time, would you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? Absolutely. Um, so I'm Louise. I'm from England, the UK. Um, I, I used to be an art therapist before COVID-19 happened, and now I'm currently not working. And um, I'm just trying to maybe start like writing a book or start my own business. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. So, and you are, um, I think you had shared with me that you're beginning, you're sort of in the beginning thought processes around this book and have some ideas, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So just share a little bit about that and, um, you know, as much as you have formulated, which may just be the beginning stages and then we'll get going. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So it's um, sort of like a self-development sort of theme, I think, about like mindfulness and the idea of it actually came to me in quite a deep meditation, just like the cover of it. And it's just sort of about like being in the moment and being in the present so far. Great. Okay. Well, let's see how, uh, you know, what we what we sort of uncover and uh, reveal and maybe confirm for you with this reading today. Um, all right, so here we start. I'm going to start with your sun sign, and your sun sign is in Pisces. And I think, um, you know, this is often the sun sign is often what you may identify with, what you kind of relate to inside of yourself. So the, the mystical, psychic, oh my goodness. Um, and I have very loud leaf blower that won't go away today. <laughs> can you hear that on your end? Just a little bit. I can hear okay. you perfectly fine. Though. Great, great. It just sounds really loud here, but good, as long as you can hear me. Um, perfect. So anyway, so we have the Pisces, mystical, psychic, um, kind of otherworldly, right? Like like of another, another world, another dimension, um, deeply spiritual, very sensitive, tend to be empathic, uh, definitely tend to feel the pain of others because they are the last sign of the Zodiac. And so they've, they literally have collected little parts and pieces of all the Zodiac signs prior to them. So it gives them this really deep understanding of everybody else and and also a, an ability to kind of feel them sometimes uh to the point of it being a little too much um and compassionate forgiving you know i think that depth of being able to feel everybody and and understand everyone is is part of what sometimes uh causes a pisces to uh, especially when they're not evolved and they haven't kind of done their work to go into escapism through addictions and, and things like that. So I don't know um, if a lot of that you feel resonant with inside of yourself. Um, all of it, to be honest, all of that is pretty on the money. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, and that's usually, like I said, how it is with your sun sign. And, 
And when we're looking at your life path, it's actually, um, it's, it's kind of how you see yourself, but not always how other people see you right off the bat. And it's more of like magic fairy dust that you sprinkle throughout everything. So it's there. It's definitely a part of you, but it's not kind of what leads. And what we look at from that perspective is your rising sign, which you have in Gemini. And your rising sign is considered to be like your life path, your soul mission, your, um, yeah, your, I mean, it, it's, it's connected to your life path and the problem you're here to solve. And it's what others see you as are more apt to see in you and also want more of from you. So it's it, in that sense, that's why we sort of look at it as where you lead from. Now, this is what's really resonant here. What's nice to see is that that desire already inside of you that you're like, I want to write a book, you know, want <laughs> to do this. And Gemini really rules communication. And ha Gemini have uh, great communication skills. Um, writing and speaking and they're very social and uh, they can really talk people into anything you know they're they have this ability to sort of sell people on on things because they can just be like this is so great and uh, you know and then people are like great that sound and they, didn't, they didn't even know that they wanted that or um so there is this bit of uh, ability to persuade maybe I could use that word um, very intellectual tend to be uh, big researchers of facts and so like you know if you if you kind of tap into this Gemini energy then it's like you're presenting things but you're showing that intellectuality around it they tend to like what be interested in like okay but why you know what in a different way than Scorpio, which is like what's the underlying psychology, Gemini is like more about what are the facts. Um, and they can even be kind of witty and they're quick thinking. They have a lot of ideas. Like it's, it's like idea central, right? And so sometimes it's, it's getting, starting to focus on one idea or focus on one perspective and not kind of flip, 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 flip around, um, they can really easily, because of the two twins facing opposite directions, they can see both sides and they tend to be highly curious. So, um, so again, this is kind of like what you're, what you're leading with on your life path. And I, I don't know if already you do resonate with some of these characteristics or you even feel like other people have reflected back to you that they see you that way or you know anything of that I definitely nature. feel resonant with it myself yeah yeah my head's go 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 all the time <laughs> right so that's your <laughs> that's your Gemini energy um you know which it's it's all about like as we go through this it's all about discovering maybe deeper discoveries of what these things are and then how to kind of work together with them inside of uh, creating a business and uh, becoming that author and and really bringing forth your message into the world. Mm -hmm. 
So the next thing we'll look at is your moon. And your moon is your emotions. It's, it's like your emotional motivation. Um, okay. And what's important here is when we look at your moon, we want to make sure that this, uh, whatever, is, whatever is ruling your moon, which in the case here you have Leo ruling your moon, that this is nurtured in you because um, if it's not nurtured regularly, then you may find that you kind of get stuck and you, and you also feel uh, maybe frustrated or like things just aren't, projects aren't working out. And, and, um, and there can just be this uh, almost like a resistance. So it's like, it's like we need to, um, when we're doing kind of a soul-based life life path, you know, we're interested in that kind of a business, then you need to nurture that. You need to um, be aware of it because those emotions are important. Um, so in the case of Leo, it might even be at times where you feel stuck, but you, but you might even feel kind of unappreciated or um, like there's almost this egotistical thing coming out or self-righteousness. Sometimes that can be sort of an emotional reaction of Leo. So I don't know, um, you know, when you're kind of feeling emotionally triggered or whatever, if, if any of that happens for you. Yeah, I think when I'm feeling my most unmotivated, I'm also a bit like, oh, why is, why is nobody giving me verification? Huh. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very Leo. Because they want, they're great for, like, they like to adore. You know, they love to, like, shower with adoration and, you know, and share the love and, like, shine their heart and they're self-expressive and all of that. But they kind of they kind of expect it in return. <laughs> there is this expectation of of getting that in return. So I think you know, and looking at it a couple of ways, which is one um, that you might actually, with those close to you, and even like as you get your business going, it may be something that you can ask for, like testimonials, as an example. But um, maybe, maybe even before that, being able to, in a way, sort of ask for encouragement and ask for validation, like from those closest to you and just say, hey, you know, uh, whatever, like just kind of ask that of them as like, as a, a way of supporting you. Um, and then some other things too that you can do on your own might be because Leo is, is playful. Leo's creative. Leo is fun. You know, um, there's an inner childness and there's a self-expression. So if you can maybe just have inside of your daily, weekly routine opportunities to play, to create, to have fun really from that inner child place and be able to self-express through that medium. Um, could be really beneficial and supportive to the work that you're doing. Definitely. Yeah, which is all good stuff, right? <laughs> it's, all, it's all fun, but it's nice that we can kind of customize it, you know, customize because people might say, oh, do this, do that for self-care and whatever and stay motivated. But it's nice that we can customize it with like your specific moon and have it be a little more potent, I feel like. Yes. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go into your 
Mercury, which is ruled by Aries. And your Mercury is your, it's both like how you're communicating, like the way in which you, you communicate with your audience, with your, um, uh, with your clients, with your customers, all of that. It's also how you personally, kind of what you need to care for uh, in as far as manifesting, because it's like Mercury, the symbol for it has, it's, it's the Venus sign. So the Venus sign being the, the divine feminine. And then it has this little like antenna on it. <laughs> like it's like a little antenna that it's like connecting to the divine and, 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 you know, getting, asking for, um, really that what, what you want to manifest, right. For asking for those desires. So, um, so like I said, it's about your communication style and Aries. Well, I'll start there because Aries, and this is just something as you, you know, as you are communicating as that Gemini and, and infusing some of these other elements that we'll talk about that Aries has a certain amount of directness and they're enthusiastic like Gemini and they're, um, they're again, similar to Gemini in a little different way, like a little fire, a little more fiery, like they can get people on board for their ideas. They've got big ideas and they can get people on and it's, um, you know, and there's a, there's like definitely like a directness. You think of fire, like direct in there and, uh, sometimes even blunt. Um, and it can be a little bit, they can even be a little bit competitive. So there's, there's this energy around that. I would say, don't be afraid to use a little fire in your, in, in how you're communicating your message, you know, and you do that in your own way. It doesn't have to be pushy. It doesn't, you know, anything like that, but that it's okay. That will really serve you in, in what you're doing. Um, from a manifesting, you know, from connecting to the divine kind of that manifestation standpoint, thinking of fire too, but also the physicality of Aries, which relates to the self, which relates to the physical body, which relates to being an athlete, things like that. So it may be that you really need to do something physical every day as part of your way of connecting to your desires and being able to, you know, connect to that manifestation. Um, so like it may be going out for a run. It may be, you know, going out for a hike. It may be, uh, (laughs) jumping up and down on a trampoline. I don't know. Um, um, but another, another thing too, could be something that even relates to fire, like having a fire ceremony might be something that's powerful for you. Burning, you know, burning things, burning desires, whatever it is, of course, safely, but, (laughs) um, but infusing some of that actual fire element might be a powerful way for you to connect to that energy for yourself. So I don't know if you're like, if you tend to be a physical person, you know, that usually people relate to that or not. Um, I feel like I'm I'm quite lazy. I won't lie. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. <laughs> yeah. um, I definitely need to exercise more. But I I definitely I'm drawn to like the fireside. I like candles every night and stuff yep. like that. Yeah. I'm more drawn to that than I am to going for a run every day. <laughs> well, and and that's where yeah, obviously everyone is is a little bit different 
um, and how this manifests for them, which is why I offer out some different scenarios, just kind of thinking about what that Aries energy is like. And again, it's a fire sign. So um, yeah, uh, we'll go into Saturn next. And Saturn is the disciplinarian and Saturn is interested in the plan. He's the father figure. And he's sort of there, like, if you can, if you can show Saturn that you're following the plan and, and kind of on track in that way, he's, he really wants to reward you, similar to a father, similar to like a disciplinarian father who's like, okay, you know, Louise, what's, what's, that's great. What's the plan? Like, I hear your ideas and yada, yada, yada. So again, you actually have Aries um, here. So your Saturn is in Aries. And I said a little bit about like Aries tends to have these big ideas and, but they don't always follow through there. Sometimes they can be like, <laughs> okay, uh, here's the big idea. Oh my God, this is going to be amazing. But they're not always like inclined to like do all the minutia and go through all the steps of plant. Like that's kind of like boring to them. They're just like, I'm on to the next thing. Like I, I, you know, I want to go and have more great ideas. And, and they're, they're, they're also quite childlike too, because of the first sign of the Zodiac. So there's a little bit of like a childlike thing there. What can be uh, important to know around this is that, you know, you know, one thing is, you have a big idea that you actually maybe create a plan of action, which may include, and this would be supportive to Aries because Aries does really well if they can hand over some of those tedious tasks and have somebody else handle them. Now, I know when you're first starting out and you're just getting things going, that may not always be um, feasible, but it's something to kind of think about even as you are getting started and maybe planning out, charting out your course of action here with your, with your book, as an example, that you can start to like, like start to like vision out the plan. And, and, and even though you may not be like, I'm not going to do that right now, but I want to make sure I get, you know, the designer who can do my book cover and I, and I have, you know, this person, maybe it's that you start even thinking about a publisher. Um, if you want to do that, or if you're going to self publish, you know, publisher, obviously they're going to be a team for you to help you with your, with your book. Um, you know, that's, that's a lot of people tend to self publish because they don't want to go through all the rigmarole with, having to submit stuff, but it's just a thought, you know, just kind of thinking expansively like that. And even, um, there are even some low cost, uh, ways to like get proofreading and, um, get, you know, get some design, just kind of play with some designs like Fiverr is one that I think of. There's another one called Upwork. And so these are, these are places where they tend to be lower cost. And, um, and you can kind of just get that ball rolling as you're moving through this, this plan of yours. And again, like as you're doing that, Saturn's going to reward you both like monetarily, but also 
with resources, with opportunities, things like that. So we know that Saturn may be, I'm going to use the word like unhappy if you're kind of running into roadblocks and you feel like, why isn't that, you know, why aren't the opportunities coming at it? You know, it's just looking back at this Aryan energy and, and channeling that. <laughs> um, does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. 100%. Awesome. Okay, good. All right. We are going to look at your, let's go into your um, North and South node next. And these are, so your North node is considered to be your challenge or your destiny. Um, your South node are your natural gifts, your natural abilities. They're kind of like what you were born, you just were born naturally doing, you don't really think about it. Um, maybe other people kind of seek you out for it even, those, those closest to you. And you have Pisces here again for your natural gifts, your south node. So your north node, um, usually we'll see that on the chart. And then whatever your north node is, your south node is the opposite of that. Okay. And so you have your south node is in Pisces. So the north node is opposite. That's in Virgo. And I'm going to start with the south node. Um, so you already have a Pisces sun. Um, so there's a certain level of comfort with this Piscean energy. Um, when we look at it here, it's, it's like, and that's probably, you know, you, you probably even relate to your son even more because of these natural gifts and these natural abilities of you're the dreamer, you're creative, um, intuitive, psychic, spiritual, like I said, like even kind of escapist. Um, that highly sensitive. Sometimes there's even like a sense of no boundaries. And, I, and uh, because if you think about the fish in the ocean, there's not really any, you know, it's just like kind of this infinite sea. <laughs> like here I am swimming around in the infinite sea. So there's, there's an element of that with, with Pisces, um, very mystical, you know, sometimes, um, there is also like a need for community because you know fish often swim together in in a school. I was trying to remember. I was going to say a pod. It's not a pod. It's a school. <laughs> um, and uh, you know, and so it's like sometimes there's like this sense of because they're so otherworldly that there might be like I'm not of this world. I feel a little bit alone you know, I feel a little alone. So they're, they're, they, they, they like, sometimes, sometimes it's hard for them to be alone sometimes if there's that real need for like, you know, how do I feel included in my school, my school of fish? <laughs> um, but uh, you already said with your sun sign that you really identify with a lot of these traits. And like I said too, that often people might even come to you because they see you as someone very compassionate and they see you as the creative and, and the one who kind of understands them. And um, maybe even they know they're aware of your intuitive abilities um, and all of that. So the challenge becomes <laughs> um, Virgo. 
And what our North Node is presenting to us is this challenge. It's, it's something to give attention to when you're really stepping into your, your destiny on your life path. Um, and it will, it will continue to challenge you uh, until you start giving it more and more attention. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't really feel that the challenge like goes away. Um, but I, I don't see challenge as like a bad thing. It just may challenge you more before you really step into it, if that makes sense, like challenge you more uncomfortably. Um, so if we look at Virgo, Virgo um, is practical. Virgo is uh, not a risk taker. Virgo is the virgin. So they're also related to healing. Um, they're a perfectionist. They are very hardworking. They have attention to detail. They're extremely logical. They're also very intelligent. Um, rarely enthusiastic. <laughs> like they're just kind of like, I'm doing the job. And they're, they, you know, they want to do for others. They're selfless servers. They want to do for others. And, and they, they want to do it right. They want to do it right. And they're going to work hard. And sometimes they, they're, um, you know, they might even overwork themselves and they're very methodical, very organized, all of that. Um, and, and love a bigger cause. Um, they're also seen as the executive producer. So rather than they do, it's, it's sort of, it's sort of interesting because um, on the one hand, they will just be like, if I want it done right, I'm just going to do it myself but they don't want to be the star. They want to like, you know, and this is where when I, how I see this for you as maybe part of the challenge is uh, in a couple of ways. And, and so one of them being that as you step into your business and as you step into writing your book and all of that, you're going to want to begin to create a community and we'll talk more about that when I talk about your 12th house and who you're here to serve so you're gonna be wanting to start to draw them in you know what I mean because if you're not doing that if you're not building that following and then you just like throw a book out there yeah that may not <laughs> you know you want to begin to build that momentum and have other facets maybe to your business depending on you know what you're looking to do um, but you have the Gemini, which is really cool. So kind of so one idea that I think of is you use, you're using, you're leading with that Gemini at, but with communication, with writing, with speaking and your, you know, your project that you're really looking towards anyway, involves writing and communicating, sharing ideas. Um, but that maybe you have a, maybe you start a blog or like a podcast or something like that, which has, which is uh, centered around what you're looking to teach, what you're looking to write about. So it's centered, that's, that's the focal point of it. But then you pull in maybe other contributors. So okay. this is where that executive producer comes in. Okay. And so you're pulling in other contributors that have sort of like similar, it's like it can fit under the umbrella of what you're presenting, 
but that, um, and it could even, and, and I'll talk a little bit about this as um, now that I've mentioned that, you know, and I also see the South node and the North node is like using some of those Piscean gifts, right? Bringing them into this Virgo challenge that you're being presented to, which could look like, you know, using the mystical psychic abilities and bringing those into some kind of selfless service, um, organizing all of those creative, imaginative, spiritual downloads into some of your writing, into some of your speaking. So obviously, you know, you would be contributing also to your blog, to your podcast, whatever, where you can be kind of infusing these Piscean natural gifts. Um, and, and I even think of like spiritual healing because of Virgo's, um, Virgo's healing capacity and then Pisces spiritual capacity. It's like, maybe there's like a spiritual healing component to what you share, um, through these communications. How does all that make sense? I think that's really interesting. I've, I've recently started a YouTube to sort of like boost it all. Yeah. So it's really interesting that you mentioned like the podcasts and stuff and I've put a little like a few tarot readings up there. So that's awesome. kind of like the spiritual side of it. Um, so I'm definitely, I'm not very good at working with other people as of yet. Definitely think that's one of my challenges. So that's <laughs> something that I've wrote down and I'm gonna work towards that. <laughs> Yeah, well, and here's the benefit of doing something like just having like blog contributions or you, I mean, I don't know, YouTube contribute, you might, you could, you could actually do interviews um, with YouTube, you could do something of that nature, or have, you know, like, eventually start a podcast where people contribute. I mean, it's great to just start your own thing, do that, you know, run with that. Think about some of these other things of Virgo, like organizing, um, being it like, maybe infusing some kind of selfless service that feel and and part of that your youtube channel already is you're pre, you're you're giving selfless service because you're providing these videos for free right like um so that's already infused into it but the benefit of then starting to have kind of collaborators who you don't necessarily have to like you can do it in a way where it's you you aren't necessarily having to like manage them too much and you know what I mean but where they can you know you just have your format they contribute but the benefit is that then there's reciprocity they share with their audiences and you know what I mean there's like a there's a reciprocity and you sort of uh, create an exponential type of situation as far as your reach okay so just a thought, just kind of something to percolate on. Mm. <laughs> um, so I am going to, just looking here, um, where I want to go next. I'm going to go into your 12th house because your 12th house is, this is your uh, kind of your karmic client, like who you're here to serve, who um, your ideal audience it, it, it's your, it's the archetype. Okay. It's the, the mm -hmm. archetype of that person that you're speaking to writing to all of that, um, that you're serving. It's also, however, the 12th house also relates to your unconscious, your, um, limiting beliefs, your karmic debts. 
So how you work through your karmic debt here and you support them through, like it's, it's the symbiotic relationship of you're working through your own karmic debt through serving them. And your 12th house is ruled like down the middle. <laughs> Sometimes it's, it's, you know, usually if it's more one sign, then I go with that. Uh, literally, it's like seems to be split in half by Aries and Taurus. So the archetype of your um, karmic client is, is a hybrid, is a, is a combination of Aries and Taurus. And so I'll talk a little bit about that. Why this is such gold is because, like I said, I mean, it's your kind of your own self, self work, but it's also, um, it will really help if you have this idea, right? This vision of like, who am I talking to? Who am I doing this for? <laughs> right. It really helps to fuel your, your path, right. Rather than being yes. like, I don't know who am I really who am I doing this for? Um, <laughs> so I'll talk about some of the individual characteristics of Aries and, and Taurus. And I talked a little bit about Aries um, already. Um, but but to kind of look at them individually and then I'll like offer out some thoughts on the, the hybrid or the combination of them. But I, you know, I mentioned some things about Aries. They are... Um, you know, there. So Aries, the Aries energy really relates to identity and the self, and I think that's where this can come into play when we're looking at this archetype. So if we're looking at anything self around the self, okay, and and because this deals with the twelfth house is about those the unconscious and the, and the limiting beliefs and things like that we kind of look like look at it from a healing perspective like what are we healing around the self what are we healing around identity and then if we put taurus in here taurus is about what you, about what you value taurus is about um money it's about structure it's um it's beauty uh it's because taurus is ruled by venus so it's beauty, it's art. Um, Taurus is very hardworking and kind of conventional in certain ways. Um, but they'll work, 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 and then they want a luxurious, you know, sensual experience. Like they're of the senses. They enjoy the senses. So those are some of the Taurian qualities. And, I, you know, I see this when we combine these two and create your Aries-Taurus archetype is that this may be things around looking at things um, that your uh, karmic client has maybe self-worth issues or self-value issues, um, artistic self-expression, you know, maybe their, their voice even because Taurus rules the throat, um, their self-expression through their voice. Uh, they may uh, really, you know, love things that have kind of a sensory, uh, sensual, luxurious experience, um, but not be feeling worthy of that. And, um, and I think too, like, I think of like luxurious self-care, right? Just these, 
these ways to again take it back to the self. Um, how does it? How does all that kind of resonate or sit? Um, I, yeah, I feel like that's quite that's the sort of people that I like. I think great. <laughs> so that's a good sign. I'm guessing. I feel like they're all sort of things that I'm currently starting to embody myself as well. Okay. So then you, yes. And that's the nail on the head because like I said, these are your own things that you're working through and a way to also connect with this, um, this 12th house archetype is look at yourself. Who were you a few years back? And that is kind of who you're speaking to and who you're serving. Okay. So that would, you know, that makes sense that you're like, I see a lot, you know, this is a lot of what I'm like. (laughs) Um, So that's where that symbiosis comes in. And that really nice kind of dance partnership comes in that you get to be, um, be for them and be for each other ultimately. so how, like, I want to check in and just see if you have any questions. Uh, not so far, no. I'm, I'm just enjoying listening to what you've got. Awesome. It's all very, very spot on so far. Great, 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 great. I'm really glad to hear that. Um, yeah, and I think, you know, I think when we look at the bigger picture, you know, I've already been sort of trying to weave things together for you a little bit. And, you know, we, we see where there's the communication, you know, there's, there's the, the quote problem you're here to solve or the life path, the mission that you're leading with, which is communicating your message, communicating through speaking, through writing um, that, and, and, you know, here's where I might also say like, in the, and I did mention this already, but I'll just kind of underscore it, where like using some of that intellectuality of Gemini, like as you're starting to do it, like show your research, show your intellect around these things rather than keeping it like you, you want to be able to use that Pisces energy that you have, the natural gifts and your sun to sprinkle in the mystical, the esoteric for sure. Like um, the spiritual, all of that, but that you give it, it's almost like it's like research backed. Okay. And, um, and then, you know, that you may be communicating in kind of a more direct fiery way, like confident. I even see it like Aries is confident. Um, and you're looking at the bigger plan, (laughs) The, the bigger the bigger idea and getting that plan and maybe even looking at how do you delegate out as you move forward you know how do you um, delegate it out so that the plan so that you don't you're not inclined to just move on to the next big idea or something like that um, and that it may be you know working towards that destiny of of uh, providing that service, serving others, um, getting focusing more on like how are you organizing things and um, 
and even like producing something, meaning that you have contributors to the blog, to the, you know, interviewing people, whatever it is, but that there's a little bit of a, a production that might happen in a co collaborative effort that doesn't feel too much for, um, even like your Leo moon, right? Cause Leo does like to be a bit of the star and everything. <laughs> so, so it's like, you still have that, you're still taking care of that and you're still getting that acknowledgement and everything, but moving towards that destiny, that challenge, um, and organizing your, your downloads and your, your psychic, psychic expression and, um, and all of that, all within this context of like maybe f imagining that client archetype who, that customer archetype who might be struggling a little bit with their self-worth, their self-value, their artistic self-expression, their voice, um, uh, you know, their self-care, whatever it is, just kind of like keeping that in uh, that thread basically that weaves through all of this. Okay. Does this sort of like start to make a little bit of cohesive sense to you in a, in a way? Yes. Completely. Yeah, it is to me. <laughs> good, 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 good. Okay. Um, so I just want to check in with you and see if you ha if you feel like you've had an aha um, with this session today, definitely yes, completely <laughs> at least two. <laughs> oh, good, good, good. That's that's great to hear. Um, and you know, around that, what I I, I really love to um, kind of hear. Do you have? Do you feel like you have? Or what is? what are some of your, what are your next steps, you know, from this, from these ahas that you've had, what are your next steps? What are going to be, what's kind of the plan of action? Um, I think my definite next step is to start looking more towards delegating and working with other people instead of taking everything on board. Mm -hmm. um, maybe getting a little bit more organized. So I'm not just like, Oh, I'm going to drop this and go for my next big idea. And Maybe I'm going to plan it a little bit and structure that. Great. Great. Yeah. And that will satisfy your Saturn. That will satisfy um, also that will really uh, satisfy the challenge of your North node. Yes. That sounds great. Um, yeah. So uh, I would say do, you know, like, this week, even just, just take a couple of these steps for yourself. So you have the momentum going. Um, and I just really appreciate you sharing what you've shared today. And, you know, um, this is, this is just going to support other people as they're struggling with certain areas or <laughs> thinking about writing a book or whatever it is. Um, it provides some inspiration and some food for thought. I hope it does. It's been an absolute pleasure. It's been really lovely to be here and to have this. It's helped That's me, definitely. <laughs> I'm so glad to hear that, Louise. Yeah. Um, so best of luck to you. I look forward to hearing about the book as it comes, <laughs> as it comes through. And, um, and I just wish you a beautiful rest of your day. 
Same for you. Thank you so much. Okay, you're welcome. Take care. Okay, thank you. You too. Take care.